Zimrillin felt his heart thudding in his chest, beating out what might prove to be the last moments of his life. All his experience, his tenure as a war priest, his pogroms against heretics, his repression of the other churches of the Unthery Pantheon, his officiating at the execution of hundreds, if not thousands, of citizens, his aggressive climb to power in one of the most ruthless religion organizations known, his entire life in a society built upon suffering and hardship. All of that had still left him woefully unprepared for what was happening in this remote field. They faced a goddess. Tiamat herself, the dragon queen, stood across the field from them, her five scaled heads weaving in a hypnotic serpentine pattern. There was no superlative that passed Tiamat's lusty, greedy evil. There was no greater threat to the god-king whom Zimrilim served. It was true that they had a god on their side as well. Gilgium, master of wars, father of victory, god of the sky and the cities, supreme ruler of Unther, Chesenta, Threshkel, Chondath, Termish, the Shar, and Uirwood, who had ruled from his throne in Unther with an iron fist for over two thousand years. The god-king stood tall and proud in the center of their battle line, with not a trace of fear in his handsome face. His golden hair and beard glowed in the sunlight, and for armor he wore only a skirt of bronze scales, each as large and as thick as Zimrilin's hand. Secured by a wide belt that reached up to his ribs, the skirt protected his most vital assets and left his awe-inspiring physique exposed to enthrall his followers and intimidate his enemies. It was hard for Zimrilin to imagine a finer physical specimen than Gilgium. His shoulders were so broad that a grown woman could sit on each comfortably, and in fact, they often did so at his official debaucheries. His arms had muscles the size of watermelons, with sinews as strong as steel. In his hands he held a great war mace, with a long handle as thick as Zimrilin's arm, and topped with a spiked ball of solid bronze that weighed more than Zimrilin could lift. Gilgium always kept his body oiled, so that the sun's reflection might better contrast the shadowed crevices of his chiseled musculature. The god-king's forces stood arrayed at his direct orders. Nearest him were his high priests, of which Zimrilin was the senior member. Gilgium's bodyguard, a dozen phalanxes of hand-picked troops, surrounded them. A legion of loyal troops protected each flank, their morale bolstered by the petty clergy that moved among them, incanting blessings and prayers. The psychophants, servants, and other non-combatants huddled to the rear, bleating their supplications like sheep, helpless to avoid whatever doom befell Gilgeum's forces.'